Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode 125. Today's show is dedicated to shiplap, throw pillows, and those incredible pastries that seem to show up at the end of every reveal in every episode. Yes, I am talking about my spirit animal, Joanna Gaines, and no, we are not friends in real life, but trust me, I'm working on it. I have learned so much from watching this woman navigate all of the growth within their business and their family, and today I'm breaking down five big lessons that I think we could all stand to learn from JoJo. I am so excited about today's show. Before we dive in, I have a challenge for you a question for you, a request for you, a really small ask. If you're tuning into today's show, would you take a screenshot and post it up on social media? Nothing makes my heart happier than seeing that you guys are tuning in and you're excited about what kind of content we're putting out every single week. Just take a quick screenshot and post it up and I will wave at you and say thank you for tuning in and thank you for sharing my love for Joanna Gaines. Let's dive on into today's show. I am so excited to break down what my idea of shiplap and JoJo's big ambitions really are. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Who are we fooling? You hate ads, right? It's like, just give me the content and stop trying to sell me on another thing. Guess what? I heard you loud and clear, so loud and clear that I'm doing something totally radical and I'm letting go of all of my sponsorships. Now, I might be crazy, but bear with me because when I started this show, The Gold Digger Podcast, it was all about impacting people with the best free education out there. And so to align with my mission, this show is not sponsored anymore. 
but it is brought to you by our free Pinterest resource, The Ultimate Pinterest Guide. That's right. It's entirely free and a full seven-page guide to help you crack the code on Pinterest. Just get your hands on it by going to www.jkpinterest.com and snag it. That's right. Another free resource made especially for you at jkpinterest.com. Enjoy. Now, let's get to the good stuff. Are you guys ready? Oh boy, I am so excited about today's show. It's no secret, I love Joanna Gaines. I mean, the woman has been said to be worth over $8 million, but to me, she's totally priceless. And when I wrote down goals for this podcast before I had even recorded a single episode, she was at the top of my list for hopes on who I could interview. And since we're not quite there yet, I figured I would do a show dedicated to a woman who has entirely inspired me as an entrepreneur and just a human being. Now, it's no secret that Joanna Gaines is my spirit animal. And after watching her for years, she's become a woman of pure inspiration in my life. You might know her as the queen of shiplap the wife of Chip, the mom to four littles, and the mastermind behind all things Magnolia. But beyond just being an HGTV goddess, I've watched and learned so much from Joanna. And since my biggest goal when starting this whole shebang was to have her come on the podcast, I figured, hey, maybe I should just record an episode about what she's taught me over the years, just from watching her navigate the growth and all of the things that her business has encountered you know, through watching her creepily on HGTV and online. So let's dive on in. I think what is so amazing about the world and the way that we have, quote, access to people is that we can learn from everyone. And I am a total nerd. I am not above admitting it. When it comes to business and powerful businesswomen, I love to watch what they're doing. I love to see them navigate the changes and see how they handle the growth. And I feel like when I think about who I look up to as an entrepreneur, it's got to be someone like Joanna. And so today I want to walk you through five things that I've learned just from watching her over the years. And I think that all of these can totally be applied into our own lives and our own businesses. So are you ready? Number one is be yourself be yourself. If you have ever gone back and watched the first season of Fixer Upper, I literally challenge you to do this. You are going to notice that Chip and Joe did not show off their personalities like they do today. In fact, the show used to be way more dry. It's clear that over the years, they've gotten far more comfortable in front of the cameras. And it's obvious that the more they share their lives, the behind the scenes, the snippets of their family, the more the world has fallen in love with them. And I think a lot of times it's really easy when you're starting something new or when you have a passion or you're entering an industry that feels really saturated, it's easy to look around and say, well, what have other people done? And I imagine when Chip and Joanna got approached by HGTV, they quick did some research, watched what everyone else was doing on HGTV to be successful. And that was kind of their benchmark of how they should act. And what is so funny is the things that have made them far more successful than any other HGTV couple in the past 
is the things that are uniquely them, the things that make them who they are. It's so funny to watch Chip try to be formal in some of those first episodes because if you watch the show, you know that he is the biggest goofball in the world. And so how can you apply this lesson? I would say put your head down. Put your head down and stay in your lane. Stop trying to blend in. Most of the time we do this because we naturally feel like a fraud. How many of you guys out there feel like frauds? I mean, the truth is, is that so many of us, when we're stepping into a new role or pursuing a new dream, we have our heads up and our eyes are turning at every single corner because we want to see what everyone else is doing. But when you do that, you're really just blending in. And when you blend in, it really makes it hard for people to understand what's different about you, why they should like you, how they could connect to you. So season one, it just felt like they were doing what everyone else had done. It was more a monotone look at things. And the secret sauce happened when they started to let people in and when they became personalities and not just hosts. And so when I challenge you to be yourself, I challenge you to build a brand and not a business, to really own who you are and those things that set you apart, no matter how basic or uninteresting you might feel, because those are the things that can truly connect you and turn people from just followers into raving fans. Number two is something that I admire the heck out of Joe, and it's all about following the call. If you have never heard Joanna's testimony, we have it linked here in the show notes. You can go to jennacutcherblog.com slash Joanna, and her testimony is incredible. It walks through the different seasons of life she's been in, the different dreams she's pursued. But one of the things that I think is incredible is that she shares about a season of life where she felt like she was being called to give up her passion, to close the door to Magnolia, which at the time was just this small little store so that she could be at home with her kids. She felt this promise in that season that there was going to be more in her future. And she listened. I feel like so many of us, if we're starting something, it's our baby. We become so stubborn with conviction. And Joanna said, I heard God say very clearly, he said, Joanna, if you trust me with your dreams, I am going to take Magnolia further than you have ever dreamed. And it's wild to think of how different life could be for the Gaines family if she had placed her worth or her identity in that business and not listen to the call, listen to her gut. Having that season of closing so that she could be an amazing mother ideally led them to the show and so much more. And I feel like a lot of times in life, we silence what I like to call our gut game. We stop listening to our gut because the world is telling us that we need more work or more money or more things, or we need to just accomplish this one hurdle. And what I think is so brilliant and beautiful and raw about her testimony is that she had this call to start Magnolia, but it didn't mean that it needed to stay just as it was. And sometimes when we can honestly close the door to something that maybe we've worked really hard at or had a lot of blood, sweat, and tears involved, when we can say, not never, but just not now, and say, I'm trusting this plan, there could be so much more out there for us. So if you're wondering how you could apply this lesson, I think that there have been seasons 
as entrepreneurs where something just feels out of alignment. And I realize that maybe the passion that I once had, it's gone. And these are the times where I have to ask those really hard questions and really check my ego at the door and confirm where it is that my identity lies. Sometimes we have to leave our pride at the door, guys. Got to leave it and let go of an idea or a project. And sometimes we have to just accept those seasons of growth and transformation and change when our business might need to take a back seat. I know for us, when we went through our miscarriages, I was really faced with these big decisions about my business because the first time around, I had no help. So if I stopped moving, if I stopped to grieve, my business stopped. And the second time around, I buried myself into work because I didn't want to deal with it. And both times I had to process things very differently, but it also put a lot of things into perspective for me. And so if you're navigating these seasons of change, or if you're feeling these calls or feeling that feeling in your gut that something just isn't right, I challenge you to listen to it. Because when I look at Joanna Gaines and I hear that testimony and I think about, well, what if she would have just been so stubborn that she would have kept that business running? What would their life look like now? It's no secret that her answering that call led to a lot of bigger things that probably would have never came into fruition had she held on. Number three is all about expanding the brand. I love talking about this kind of stuff. It is no secret that the Gaines family has expanded their brand from a TV show on HGTV to just about everything under the sun. They have Magnolia Market, which if you've never been there, it is absolutely incredible. We got to tour the offices and see Chip's office. It was awesome. But Magnolia Market is where they sell everything from home decor to apparel to their magazines and their books. It's incredible. They have about 10 food trucks and this whole area where you can just hang out for the day. And they opened up their seed shop for gardening. And they also opened up a bakery and a bed and breakfast. And they've done collaborations with Target and Pier One. And they have paint and they have carpets and they have rugs and they have wallpaper and books and all of these things. And What I think is so incredible is that they've grown their brand quickly, but also they've really honed in on where the demand lies. And I mean, proof is in the pudding, guys. People were lined up to shop their Target brand before the stores even opened their doors that day. I texted Drew one of their items and I said, how much do you love me? Will you run to Target and get this for me? And spoiler alert, he didn't grab it, but I still love him. But one thing that I really appreciate about their crazy expansion, their crazy growth, is that they have always stayed true to their brand and their vision. I have never seen a product with their name on it that left me scratching my head and wondering what they got talked into. And of course, they are striking while the iron is hot. I mean, that's brilliant. Like, do it while the demand exists. But their vision has been at the forefront of everything they've expanded into. And to me, it has all made sense because of the brand that they've built strategically through the show. What I think is so awesome is whenever you see something come from them, it always feels like they made it. Whether a whole team of designers just came up with the products and had them sign off, 
it's never felt like that because it's always been this personal thing. And so what I love is watching them navigate this expansion because as their brand has grown, the demand for basically anything they touch has grown. And so at Magnolia Market, they have Chip's Corner where it's all things curated that remind you of Chip. I'm sure he has a whole team of buyers that source these items. And then you have things like Joanna's Jewelry or the things that she's decorating with, or I mean, things with their brand all over it. And what I think is incredible is you have to acknowledge at the end of the day, like they've grown a team that can support this business, that can support their vision and their mission. And what's incredible is that it all started with the brand and the brand was authentic to them, but their brand transcends just a website, just a TV show, and it's become so much more. And so how I think that we can take notes and apply this lesson as entrepreneurs is that you should start and be known for one thing. Build that brand, not just a business. Get really, really good at it. So undeniably good at it that people think of you whenever they think of that thing. And then as the demand increases and opportunities start to present themselves, it is up to you to drive that ship, to decipher if you are making decisions that are in total alignment with what your brand is. And you want to get to a point where you can make decisions that are on brand and that make sense with the direction you want to go in. As you grow, you can expand all of these different ventures and create a multifaceted business that has many different revenue streams while growing a team that supports this overall vision. You... I believe Joanna, Chip, they are in the driver's seat. And so that allows themselves to be freed up so that they can focus on the overall brand strategy and the things that are so important to your brand. And I'd imagine for Joanna, the things that she would have her hand in would be the design and also just her focus on her family, something that's maybe not making them money, but is so important to them at the core of their being. And then you can get help with all the other stuff so that as your brand grows, you are working on it and not in it. What I see happen so often is that when people start a business, they're just creating this business that is focused around their product or their service, but they miss that brand piece. They miss what is so important about having this personable place where the decisions are made based on, is this authentic to the brand or not? And a lot of times as artists or creatives, we look at a brand and we say, well, it's a logo and a color scheme and a font story and a website. And that's where our branding stops. But what I think is so incredible is when we look at the Gaines family and the brand that they've built, you would think of things beyond a logo. I mean, many of you probably couldn't even pick out a logo if you saw it because they have left their fingerprint on so many different aspects because of who they are. And so my focus as an entrepreneur is always to build a brand and not just a business, because when you have a brand, you can branch out in so many different ways, ways that make sense, ways that are authentic to you, ways that are supporting your vision. And a lot of times people ask me, like, how did you go from being just a photographer to an educator, a podcaster, you own a shop, you, you know, you do mission work, you do all these things. And I have this multifaceted business, but it's because of the strong brand that I created. And when I look at Joanna, I'm like, holy cow, girl, you are the queen of branding because everything you touch just stays true to that vision. 
Excuse the interruption. I know you are enjoying this content and your brain feels like it might explode. And so I wanted to drop in and remind you of our totally free resource created with you in mind. If you're only on Pinterest pinning recipes, fashion inspo, and home decor, it is time to up-level your pinning game and get more pintentional with your strategy. This show isn't brought to you by a sponsor and I'm sparing you on the ads, but it is made possible by our free ultimate guide to Pinterest. And I want you to get your hands on it. Cool. So hop on over to jkpinterest.com, grab your copy and start rocking Pinterest with intention today. Hit pause, go get your guide, and then we can jump right back into today's show. I'll see you over at jkpinterest.com. Now back to the good stuff. Okay, let people in just enough. That's the next one. Let people in just enough. And I have just enough in parentheses. You can't see me making those little parentheses fingers, but let people in just enough. I think that one of Joanna's best gifts is that she makes herself feel like a trusted friend. You learn about her and pick up on her little mannerisms, the things she loves, how she decorates, that kind of thing. And it makes you feel like you've known her forever. And I feel like when people talk about her, they talk about her like they're real friends. And her name has become this household name in the sense that she resonates with so many audiences without repelling many. I'm sure she has her own critics, but here's the thing. She resonates with so many people across generations, across the board, without repelling many, because she feels like the girl next door, someone who's in a pew at church on Sunday morning, or a friend you'd meet for coffee while the kids run around outside barefoot. Not that I've envisioned myself being her real life friend or anything like that, but One of my favorite things about the Gaines family is their love for Waco, a relatively small town that has been transformed a lot through their work. So Waco kind of hit the map again because of the work they were doing. Of course, there are amazing things in Waco like Baylor, but... I think what's so great about it is as a fellow small town girl who has grown this big business, I love that life still feels the same. You notice in this show, like their house is still the house that they were in when they started. I'm sure they've expanded to have more properties. In fact, I know they have. But at the same point, just because everything exploded, they've still kept this semblance of normalcy. And I respect that. And so when we talk about letting people in just enough, I think that it's a gift to be able to lead a rather private life while still letting people feel like they know you. Like you don't see the Gaines family in tabloids or with awful articles targeting them like other celebrities because they've maintained a relatively private home life and have kept as much semblance of normalcy as they can as their lives have become really, really brought into the public eye. And so how can we apply this lesson from Miss Joanna herself? I think she leads by example in showing us how important it is to create connection points beyond just what you do. So of course, we know that she's a designer, but we get to see her with her kids and see her interact with her husband and see her draw up her designs. We get to hear her heart in the way that she admires stories. We get to see her faith. But from the way she designs to her personal style, she is one of those people that are giving us space to understand how you can live in the public eye while still being 
a pretty private person. I mean, she's shared her testimony. She's shown their growing farm. She puts up with Chip, who's so goofy sometimes. But I think what's so neat is that we can all connect with her on different levels based on the stuff that she's sharing. And I think one of the best compliments someone can give you is saying, I feel like I already know you, even if you've never met, because we know as entrepreneurs that the know, like, and trust factor is critical. And so to get past that no stage, just in how you can share your life is giant and it can contribute to oodles of success in your entrepreneurial journey. And so what I love about Joanna is that she does feel like a trusted friend. I feel like so many of us reference like, what would Joanna do when it comes to design? And I think that it's so beautiful knowing that, you know, she can put herself out there on this TV show. But if you look at her feeds and that kind of stuff, like she's not airing her dirty laundry. She's not posting her day-to-day life. She's kept it private while still creating this sense of feeling like you know her. And I think that that line is a very fine line to walk and it looks different for all of us. But I think it's a lesson that we can totally take to heart and apply within our own lives and businesses. So number five is something I really admire, and it's know when it is time to move on. (laughs) One of the reasons why I look up to Joanna so much is her ability to let go and move on. So after dominating HGTV for the last four years... They're done recording new episodes of their show. I mean, it was reported that their show, they get paid $30,000 per episode, but something tells me that they have way bigger plans for their brand and their family and their business. And I think it's incredible that they are making this decision while most would say like, hey, they're peaking right now. But you have to understand that these past four years, they've built a following and an audience that is obsessed with everything they touch. And I have a feeling like they are going out on their own terms and betting on themselves instead of focusing on building other people's brands. They haven't really released a ton of info on what's next for them, but I am 110% positive that whatever it is, it's going to be amazing. And after investing into the network, it's time for them to take what they've worked so hard at, what they've built, what they've done and run with it on their own terms. And I just think, you know, when they announced it, it was so funny reading through their comments on Instagram people. I mean, you would have thought the world was ending and I'm over here like cheering them on, like go and run. Like you have built this. You have spent the last four years giving your lives to this network. And I cannot wait to see what they have in store because these people are powerhouses when it comes to business. And they're also super smart and strategic. And so I'm just excited to get to see what's next. So how can we apply this lesson in our lives? Like when you are building businesses, a lot of times the work that you get offers on or the things that people want to collect collaborate with. It is to help further other people's brands. Examples could be like sponsored or collaborations or, you know, speaking for free at events. But there comes a time when it is more worth it, more important to bet on yourself and to take control on where it is that you're going. And I feel like I've realized this a ton in the last year because I can totally get sidetracked by offers that sound appealing, that totally induce FOMO in my life. And they ultimately end up keeping me from working on the bigger picture for where I am driving my brand and where I want to go. I mean, we get so many offers every single day. And 
a lot of times I tell Caitlin, like, I can't even log in and look at them because I get tempted. But at the end of the day, I realize like it is way more worth it for me to invest in myself and where I want this to go. And what has been so fun to watch Joanna and Chip navigate is their brand has grown so much, but they've also spent a lot of the time in these last four years building other people's brands, whether that's HGTV or, you know, partnering with Target and putting their name and their stamp on things. And so I'm excited because I have a feeling that the direction that they're going is really going to work on promoting themselves and their businesses. And let's be honest, they have a ton of businesses now. And I'm just really, really excited to be a fly on the wall and get to watch that. So in conclusion, not only have I learned a lot about watching the TV show Fixer Upper, I mean, I want my entire house to be shiplapped and I want to mix white and black and brown seamlessly. And of course, I want a waterfall Carrera Marble Island. I want all the things. I mean, let's be honest, all the things. But what I've learned is how to navigate growth in a really incredible way. And I've been able to watch this woman who is changing lives through her ability to create connections beyond shiplap, beyond throw pillows, beyond cute wooden candlesticks that I really want to buy. And she's maintained what is most important to her. And through listening to the calls that she has received as her empire continues to grow and expand, I think that we should all Just say kudos to you, Joanna Gaines. I think you are someone that so many of us can look up to and admire as a strong and beautiful and powerful entrepreneur. And lastly, this is a total shameless plug, but I think we should all go online and tag Joanna on Instagram to get her attention because I would love to hear her own take on her journey on Gold Digger Podcast and what it's looked like for them as they've navigated each season in the public eye. So Will you guys help me make my biggest dream come true? Go to my most recent Instagram post at Jenna Kutcher. You're going to see it. And I think we should all go on a tagging frenzy and tag Joanna Gaines so that maybe, just maybe, she can come on this show and tell us what it's like from her point of view. At the end of the day, I think it is so important as women to acknowledge and to cheer each other on and to celebrate powerful women who are truly making a difference in this world. And Joanna Gaines, you are that for me. I am so thankful to have been able to watch your journey on TV, and I cannot wait to see what's next. Something tells me you are digging a lot of goals, girlfriend. So until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And what do you say? Let's get Joanna on the show. I think that'd be pretty cool. And I think you're going to help me do that. All right, let's go. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.